pull this off? And what are we at? Like, we're, I mean, we're less than two months away now going back to school. And we still don't have right. a plan. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, are we surprised? Because they were, um, they were uh, checking or they were changing stuff for grades and all that stuff up until like last Thursday. So, oh, yeah. You know, how are they going to have stuff ready for next year? Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, and then you got sports going along with it. Do you have, you know, fall sports on? Oh, so crazy yeah. time. <laughs> then you got the world, the, the, who is it? The, the secretary for the world health organization, or was it? The, I forgot the head person saying, Oh yeah, it's asymptomatic people. You know, the transfer is very, very rare to, for asymptomatic person to transfer it to someone else and stuff. And then the freaking media and, and news outlets are running with that. And then they're like, Oh no, oh, we, yeah. we got to clarify what we, what she meant by that. It's <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Do we even know what the hell we're talking about anymore? Well, no, I mean, that's the thing, no, because they're, like, looking for any type of, like, new news story, you know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. And they're like, okay, here we go. Yeah. Oh, bless. Can't wait for, for this shit to be a vaccine or whatever, but then, like, I was telling my wife, I was like, we got a vaccine for COVID-19, and here comes COVID-20, I mean. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, the new strand, the, the sequel, man, yeah. we're. We're right back in the situation. It's just, oh my gosh. So, uh, but at least we're get, we're starting to get professional start professional sports to come back. You know. Yeah. It just took a uh, NASCAR and UFC to show everybody how to do it, and that's the funniest yeah. thing. Yeah. Leave it to the most redneck sports ever to show people how to get <laughs> professional sports back in place. Uh, yeah, it's, we're gonna get rolling here soon, though, which will be good. Have you seen the the uh, the UFC location in Abu Dhabi, the the Fight Island? How crazy! Yeah, that is insane. I know, dude. Is that Fight straight Island. out of Mortal Kombat, like the movie? Remember that when? Was the first thing I thought of. Yeah. That, that is, yeah, that's seriously the first thing I thought of. Straight out of Mortal Kombat, when what was it, Kano? Um, was fighting on there against Sonya. Uh, so let's see. Uh, um, yeah. So they go and recruit. Who all was it? It was yeah, yeah. It was like Luke Kang, um, Johnny Kang, Sonya. Uh -huh. They went. Yeah, they went like to the tournament. Right. Uh. Um, oh, oh yeah. yeah, look, yeah, hold on, I'm gonna look it up right now. Uh, Fight Island. Yeah, that was the first thing I thought of. They need to play the Mortal Kombat theme song for it. Oh, without a doubt. And I think it was the fight was Sonya Blade versus uh, there it is. Uh, Sonya Blade versus Kano. And oh yeah yeah okay, when they yeah, did it on the beach. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when they yeah. did it on the beach, I think it was that. Uh, there it is. You're right. Yeah, you are right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's that is hilarious. Fight Island. I mean, whatever you say. Yeah, man, this is it's just wild times. I know we've already talked about that, but it's, you know, having. I'm really. I don't know. I'm just really interested to see what sports 
coming back is going to look like. So obviously here we have Fight Island, which is wild in itself, straight out of Mortal Kombat. I wonder if the person who came up with that was watching Mortal Kombat when they did probably. that. Probably. Um, well, it was probably Dana White. Dana White was probably watching yeah. Mortal Kombat, you know, like, dude, we could definitely do this. Watch the next The next UFC will be in the forest. Remember when Scorpion goes <laughs> off against, um, against with, uh, Johnny, Johnny Cage, right? Yeah, with Johnny oh, Cage yeah. and stuff. And they'll have the, oh, yeah. the Mortal Kombat theme song going on. That'd be oh. awesome. And then they'll have a big, like, half, like, costume, weird kind of claymation-looking Goro come out, right? Oh, hell yeah. Without a doubt. You know, it won't be it won't be animation or, anything, like, or a suit. It'll be some guy on steroids that they go find in, like, ah, in, this, in Russia and stuff like that. Dana White's like, I got it. I know how I'm going to sell the next big, you know, next big ticket. <laughs> Because he's, he's in trouble right now. Because, yeah. like, let's see. Conor McGregor re- retired for, what, the fifth time. John yeah. Jones, he's in a stalemate. He's talking about dropping the light heavyweight title. And then who was the other one? Um, Cejudo. Uh, uh, yeah. He's retiring because he doesn't feel like he's getting enough money, which is understandable. I mean, he's a big, he's a big draw. but Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, that's, those are some uh, major pulls for UFC, you know what I mean? Yeah, and then Khabib's, you know, with being Muslim and stuff, he t- you know, he took Ramadan off, but then his dad is still sick from COVID, so we don't know when yeah. he's coming back to fight and stuff. So, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if Dana White went and found some freak of nature, you know, with four, <laughs> four arms and stuff, you know. To, well, to yeah, got to get a show somehow, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm shocked he hasn't tried to get um, uh, Brock Lesnar to come out of retirement and stuff and pull, be like, hey, Brock, I'll give you $100 million just to come fight one pay-per-view and do it that way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm really curious what – so there's just so many things with not only UFC but just everything moving forward. So like you said, you know, with UFC you have – you know, all these people who either are retiring or not coming back or what in the world is happening. Um, and then you have like, um, I mean, any of the other sports, I'm really interested to see what, what sort of form people are in coming back. You know what I mean? Yeah. What kind of gets me is, um, like premier league. Cause premier league only has what four, or five matches left in their season. Five, yeah, five. five. And so, in Liverpool, all they have to do is just win one match, and they and they're right. credit. Like to me, that's a big risk for a player, team, and stuff to come back for five matches. Yeah, but hey, you know. Yeah. Well, it's just I don't know. Like I said, but they're also because I mean, aside from like, there are actually some very crucial, like. Those last five games are crucial for some for, teams, whether it's for like United relegation. Right? I mean, for yeah, because they're sitting fifth uh, and they're only three points behind fourth. So right. I mean, like, you know that that matters, you know. Um, and then you have obviously like promotion relegation teams, like that. And not only does it matter for places, but for like money and everything as well. Yeah, but true. Then, like I said, what sort of what sort of shape are people coming in when they come back? I mean, right. that's for anything, right? So, like, when they're talking about the NHL, like, going right back into, like, the this kind of extended playoffs, like, you know, what does that look like? There's just so many, you know, kind of un, unanswered things that, I mean, we're going to 
find out, but you know, and they obviously <clears throat> where crowds obviously usually make a difference. I right. know for the Premier League, they've put like you know cardboard cutouts in the stands. Um, That's gonna you be know, uh, That's true. There's if, been if, so, if, like, yeah, I mean, like rugby's picked back up in well in New Zealand because mm-hmm. they're you know kicking butt when it comes to Corona, um, but um, but still like with with like the stadiums are, aren't you know obviously full and you see that with um you know somehow it continued to be essential work um but even with like uh you know WWE and AEW um yeah. you know not having the crowds and all that um so yeah I don't know I, it's just really interesting to see what what things are going to look like coming back and how that affects teams not just even now but like once we move into the fall and everything as well you know people talk about like football especially college football and like i mean having having a crowd i mean you know you played sports i played sports like having the crowd makes a difference it really does oh yeah without a doubt um i think so for for sports coming back right now I think soccer mm-hmm. has been the one that's been the most impacted. I mean, you watch like Bundesliga matches, and it has like it just feels like it's more like uh, scrimmages than anything else. Like everybody's yeah. taking it like safe. They're like friendlies. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they're they're not playing really hard. I've been watching a lot of the Bundesliga, and it's it's not bad. I mean, it's, you know, the talent wise are. 100 times better than me but um you could just tell the the players are taking it very safe there i think that's what a lot of of athletes are going to be doing and you know like when the nba comes back you know i can definitely see you know a lot of the the big time stars in the first couple games trying to find their legs taking it very easy very gingerly you know um you know not really pushing it until later on um what what from the sports that you've been following what um like coming back or whatever has been the craziest one for in your eyes, whether it was the expanded playoffs in NHL or basketball or the to be determined baseball season, if they ever do get it in play, what's to you been the craziest? Um, uh, I, I, I think the one that just see, I mean, I mean, it makes sense the way that they have laid it out, <clears throat> but I think with the NHL, I was talking to Kyle Malone about that and like it, it makes sense what they're doing but it's just because it, they've never done anything like it before right um it it just has a different feel to it and i felt like that with most of the sports like you said even with the premier league coming back like it, it just it i think people are excited that it's back but you know from a player standpoint there's like there are new you know guidelines restrictions i don't know if you first saw it when the bundesliga came back but um I think it was Bayern Munich was playing or maybe it was Borussia Dortmund. And like even the, the, like the quote unquote bench people were like four. Oh yeah. They're spread out. It was like the whole front row. It just, I don't know. It's just, it just has such a different feel to it that it just, I don't, doesn't even, if I don't want to say it feels like a different sport, any of them, but it's just like, you know, for years since the inception of a lot of these sports it's been fairly similar you know obviously there are changes here and there but they've been kind of small or gradual where these are i mean rightfully so that has to be but like some pretty drastic changes for some of them 
so then it's like you know what is this like i don't know what does this look like and i think with the like i said with the um the nhl playoff um you know system the way they have that it makes sense but just seems like i said very very different to me um and then as we kind of talked about before when it comes to um you know not only the premier league but just soccer in general like but I guess especially the Premier League with, you know, it's you have this big hiatus and you're like five games, like all or nothing. And then yeah. like a break again. It's just I don't know. It's, it just feels weird to me. So here's the one that I think is going to be the craziest to like to kind of really absorb and watch. And it's Major League Soccer, because think about it. So like Premier League, Bundesliga, um, Serie A, they're all playing in their home um, uh, stadiums, right? Other pitches. Yeah. Major League Soccer is going to be on oh, at the Walt Disney World Complex, and so if you've never been there, it, it's they're not stadiums. They're like they're they're no. they're built for high school and college teams to go play tournaments. And so now yeah. you you're taking guys that are normally playing in stadiums and and taking that surrounding out of them, and then they're kind of, they're doing similar to the NHL where they're doing a like an all or nothing type playoff system where. Every team's in it, and they're going to, you know, dwindle it down, you know, from the, was it the 26 teams that they have down to, to you know, to two and stuff. So I think it's going to be interesting. But, like, when you watch it, it's going to be like a, like you're watching a high school game almost because there won't be stands. There won't be, you know, um, you know, a, a feel of a stadium. Like, you know, when, you, when you're watching some of these other ones. The sports that are going on right now, like even NASCAR. NASCAR is at the tracks that they're normally at. Imagine having this, the stock cars go to dirt tracks or local racetracks right. around the area and stuff. So Major League Soccer and then NBA, because NBA is going to be in Disney World at the same time too, at the Wild World Sports Complex. Um, but with it being enclosed and indoors, I think it's, you're not going to lose that vibe um of right. it being in a you know a big time court or arena and stuff but major league soccer that's going to be like i'll watch those first couple games there just to see how it looks because it, it's it, it's four or five fields all like connected together you know there's no spot it looks for, like, like, yeah it look it looks more like a like a training facility yes without a doubt and you're gonna host a a big time tournament there and that's right. what's going to be crazy for me. And I like it's going to be interesting to see how the players react to it and stuff. Um, you know, and it's open, so you're going to have more of the elements that, you know, when you're in a stadium, you're kind of protected of, uh, granted, unless you're, you know, in a big natural storm, you know, and winds and stuff, you know, coming up. But at the complex, you know, in Disney World, there's no barriers or anything like that. So, and of course, Florida heat in the middle of July, they're talking about coming back. And then also, too, you know, the the natural thunderstorms that come through daily through Florida, you know, um, that's going to be just right. kind of chaotic and stuff. But it's going to be interesting to see. I'm, I'm excited for it just because it's going to be different. And I mean, but I think that's the one sport, Major League Soccer, that when people look at it, you're going to see a, a big time difference. It's not going to be like, you know, Premier League where like, oh, yeah, the fans are missing. Uh, you know, the players are kind of spread out. This was going to be like, whoa, this is completely different. Now, what sort of effect do you think that'll have on, like, the viewing audience, right? So, like, I'm not saying that – I'm not saying that, like, it, it – I think people are, are excited for sports to be back, so they will, right. they, like, tune in regardless. But, like, 
I don't know, like, when there's been nothing on, like, every once in a while, I don't watch WWE really anymore, but I do watch, like, AEW sometimes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and even with that, it just, without the, like, without the crowd there even visually, it just, I don't know, it just seems so different, you know what I mean? And so moving forward, and like I said, even if you're watching Bundesliga or, or whatever it may be, um, I think sometimes the... Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that can have a little bit of an impact, but I don't know if, if the fact that it's been sports have been gone for so long and people are just so ready to have something that that'll kind of, um, you know, take precedence over the fact that like it looks different. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it, that and how they come back. So you can't. It's, this is where Bundesliga, I think, has lost its international opportunity to like pick up some new fans. Um, is that? It's the same. You're from a, a network area. It's the same stuff. You're basically you're getting you know the same game that you got pre-coronavirus. I think in order to attract oh, right. new people, you got to do something different. So, um, for instance, you know why did so many people watch Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, Tom Brady, and Peyton Manning watch a round of golf? It's not because they were watching the golf, is that they were listening in the commentary because they were all mic'd up and they were, let, you know, talk, listening yeah. to the, the joking going around. The XFL did a good job with that. The, the you know, before the XFL folded, they mic'd up a lot of players so you could listen yeah. in. They mic'd up the coaches so you could hear what was going on. So for Major League Soccer, if I if I'm in charge of you know the the marketing campaign and, and network, I'm gonna try to mic up as many people as I can because you're gonna lose the crowd. You're gonna lose that uh, that ambient sound of the crowd. So right. I need to fill it in with something else because commentators can only talk so much and fill in so much time. But if you can you know fill it in with you know some of the X's and O's and kind of, you know, show people, you know, a little bit more deeper of what the game's about. I think you're going to build a bitter, a bigger audience that way. Same thing with the NBA. I would mic up as many people in the NBA. I, I would have a microphone on LeBron James every single game, every minute and listening to what he says on the court and stuff and, and going around like that. Um, Cause then that gives a closer interaction for viewers. If you can't be at the game, well then here, we're going to bring the game to you and you get to listen in on this. And that just adds a little bit more of a different element than people aren't going to, you know, be used to. Cause I mean, think about it, you know, um, the majority of people that watch sports don't really have a, a great knowledge of that individual sport that they're watching. They they understand the rules, they understand the concept, but I mean, how many discussions have you had with people? Let's you know, you you being a big time soccer fan about United, and just they're saying, oh yeah, you know, when Mourinho was over United, oh Mourinho sucks. Well, why does he suck? What, what you know, where was his right? Where was his faults at and stuff? And people couldn't do that. They just basically just. Oh, because they're losing. Look at wins and losses. Right, right yeah. exactly. So I think that this is an opportunity for people to really learn something, but also and also get a connection with uh, with the athletes too. I think that that was big time for like Tom Brady and Peyton Manning um, and Phil Mickelson. And of course, you know Phil and Tiger. You kind of hear that all the time, but um, you know they they do a little bit more commentary uh, on in golf. But uh, yeah, so I mean, I think that's. That's ultimately what we what we're gonna need, or sports are gonna need, to, in order to to kind of generate that big time audience. So, um, it majorly yeah, baseball. I think and, good. Go ahead. I'm sorry. 
Oh, I was just saying, Major League Baseball does that in spring training. They mic up players, and it's a big hit. I know that. Yeah, because I feel like it's going to be this, like, I mean, there's going to be an initial, like, surge because, like I said, people are happy that things are back. But when it's not, because some of them are going to be so drastically different. And like you said, how does this then affect, like, competitive levels? You know what I mean? Is it, is it? really that you know at that a hundred percent and i mean i'm not like saying i i blame the um you know the the players but then that coupled with being off for you know a certain amount of time i'm just like like i said i think that's what i'm the most curious about is what it what is it going to look like i mean it's still going to be great to have have something back you know i'm not saying that but i think it's going to be um a little bit different than than you know, than what people may expect or definitely different than what we're used to. Um, oh, if you're talking about doing new stuff, maybe the NHL should bring back that sweet uh, blue glow. Oh, the puck. The yes, remember I remember that. <laughs> uh, that was so I watched bad. the first oh game God. on Fox with that thing. That thing made, oh. it looked like it was from Tron, you know, that was awesome. It really did. And when and when they would shoot or like have a long pass, it looked like it was like a shooting star or something. Yeah. It, was so, it was so bad. Yeah, like well, fire they, orange didn't, red or. Didn't they add in? A, I could be wrong. Did they add in like a red line for offsides at some mm-hmm. point? Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Okay, I thought that's what it was. Listen, I watch hockey. I, uh, it's one of the few sports I've I've never really learned all the rules because it's so damn like in in all like the offsides i don't i don't get the icing the only reason why i understand icing was because of the old nintendo game um the oh yeah and, and stuff playing that but oh, for the love of god I, like hockey to me there's so many damn rules the the changing the constant subbing in and out of players is like who's on who's off type deal but no it, yeah they, I remember Fox was like big into like trying to recruit you know people like me to really become hockey fans, and it was like, <laughs> oh, maybe if we put a blue you know a blue light around the puck so people know where it's at, it'll you know intrigue more people. And then the red line for offsides, I was like, what the no? Oh yeah, I I remember that. Everyone's like, ah oh, no, that didn't last. Did that even last the season? I don't even nope. remember. No, it, didn't even, it was too expensive. It was way too. The, yeah. the pucks were so expensive, and the players didn't realize it, and they were tossing them into the stands and stuff. And uh, it was a big <laughs> fiasco. I think like a normal uh, puck for like the NHL is like three or four dollars or whatever, and those things were like twenty five dollars a piece. And of course, you know the first couple, you know, shot in the air and going to the stands, and there's money lost. But then, you know, in between intermissions, the periods, you know, players are interacting with the fans and they're tossing bucks over the. <laughs> and they're twenty five dollars a pop because they have those uh, those chips in them that yeah. you know that show the tracking system is the funniest thing in the world. Oh yeah, Fox lost oh, tons yeah. of money on that one. <laughs> nothing to see here. Nothing no, to see. nothing to see. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, it would be interesting to see how the players, uh, what fitness level they're coming back in, uh, competitive level. Or they like, I, I honestly don't see you know a lot of the professional athletes in all major sports coming back more than like uh, competitiveness wise, like fifty percent. Everybody's it's all right. I, you know like 
the NBA All-Star game when they kind of just dick around and shoot, you know, yeah. three-point shots from half court. I, not to that level, but I don't think any any of the teams are going to go super hard on each other um, until maybe like the NBA Finals. Then you see like maybe a pickup and there's a little bit more aggressiveness. But because everyone's going to have a shortened offseason, um, especially soccer. Right. I mean, soccer's freaking yeah. now it's condensed down to, what, one month? Um, and then the what is it the olympics and world cup are next year now is it am i right or is it one more year for uh no i think it's one more year because let's see here because oh, be, okay. um euros were supposed to be okay uh, so it's going to be olympics euros then the following year world cup the, dude the next two years for any major soccer player is going to be rough yeah that's a lot of matches like, Harry Kane is, what, like, 28, 29 right now? He's going to be 50 before the end of, like, the next two years. The, <laughs> amount, of, the amount of injuries that guy pulls, man, he's going to be a 50-year-old man by the end of the World Cup. Well, I mean, that's also because Spurs don't have anybody else they have to play. Hell no, yeah. Mourinho, <laughs> uh, hey, man, I got, I got the guys that I want. Oh this God. is who I want. I'm like, okay, dude. Right, when you lose those guys, <laughs> that's another story. Yeah, yeah, we'll see what starts happening. Like, yeah, after a while. I mean, if it, if he wasn't happy with United's transfer budget and all that stuff, yeah. I don't think he'll be happy with first transfer budget. But yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. So, like, soccer. So, think about that. that like, you're gonna have soccer post, like, you know, in twenty twenty one and stuff like that. That those off seasons are gonna be ridiculous. And so you're gonna yeah. have you have everybody pick it up for five games. Then you give them what you know two three weeks off and then you're back in training mode because you're kicking off the new season you know shortly after so you got to get them back in training yeah it's ooh, not a good time to be a soccer player right now like i said i think the thing that's crazy about that is where like i don't know i like these last five matches really mean a lot for some teams and clubs i like I yeah think, oh, especially when it comes to Especially when it comes to money, you know, because champion Champions League qualification or Champions League for the next year, um, yeah. you know, like Europa, like all of that stuff matters and money is invested yeah. into that. And I mean, it is, yeah. Because what was it? It was a uh, League One in France. They just basically they were already set. There was no real going to be yeah. any type of, you know, movement. So they just can't. They ended their season because there was no right. play, playing the last like five or six games. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it's, soccer. It, I understand you got to get these five games in. You know, Premier League, Bundesliga's got to finish up. Um, Serie A, all the major, you know, soccer federations have to for Champions League, for Europa, all these things got to finish out. And <laughs> but I, I'd hate to be a soccer player in the next <laughs> two years. Your legs yeah. are gonna soar. Your legs. Yeah. 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 So, and then uh, let's see the um, oh, what was it? Golf just got back on. I don't see any problem with that. NASCAR is doing its thing, but it's gonna be interesting to see what it's gonna be the first sport that admits fans back in. That's gonna be the one that yeah I'm looking at and here. What that looks like too. Yeah, I mean, in it's kind of like Disney World. They're they're 
they're opening their doors back like July 11th, but it's going to only be like 30% capacity. Uh, you ha- you can't park hop. You can't like you. There's so many restrictions. I've been looking over all the guidelines and everything. And it's just I'm thinking to myself, like, if this is what it's going to be like at Disney World, imagine going to, say, a football game. You can't go. Oh, yeah. to, how do you, you can't go to the bathroom like, you know, like type deal. Oh, like, yeah. Like that is just like, you know, you can't have more than 10 people in line to get a, a, a soda or whatever or a beer. Like, dude. And how? Well, how's that regulated too? You know what I mean? Exactly. Because I know definitely people in the South here, when they go to a SEC football game, they're not going to give a oh, shit man. about social distancing. Oh, no. They're going to be not. worried about where their next beer is coming from. You know? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. It, I don't know. There's so many like minor details that clearly matter and. I don't know. We're going to have to see what, what that even looks like. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it's so like at Disney World, um, you you have to have a, a mask on the entire time while you're in the park. Thing like if, if they open their doors July 11th, July and August are the hottest months in, in Florida. It's going to be 100 degrees there and you're going to be wearing a mask. I mean, mask. Yeah. Woo. I mean, you're going to learn what it's like to be living in the Middle East, you know, and, and be, yeah. you know, breathing through that high humidity, heat and stuff. Oh, my gosh. No. I mean, uh, and then you're going to expect hundreds of thousands of people to adhere to those rules and social distancing. And then but then put that in a sports arena. Ooh, we mm-hmm. think like of movies. Well, I know, right? And, uh, that's what, you know, uh, my wife and I were talking about. It's like, what does that look like? You know, because usually in the movie theater, how you, like, choose whatever seats you want and all of yeah. that. Like, oh, yeah. How's that going to look? I mean, you know, and and are are there as many showings then? Because you have to clean differently. There's just so many different um, kind of obstacles there now. And I think, once again, the biggest thing is, is, like, you know, for for whether it's games or you know, movie theater, whatever it is, there's a you know there's obviously security and everything, but like right. trying to enforce all these extra things, whether it's masks, whether it's whoever's in you know line for concessions, if they even do that, you know, like there's just so many many moving parts to it. Dude, I'm so, I'm like shocked that. There hasn't been more people like applying to like build uh, drive-in movie theaters because like those seem to be the like right. the things that are working right now. Like like those yeah. are the movie theaters that are still in, in play and they're showing older movies and stuff. But like if I was AMC, I would be oh, yeah. scouting out so many areas because you got to think about it. It's not anytime soon that you're going to be able to open up a movie theater. I mean, let's say there is a vaccine within the next four to five months okay but how many people are going to be able to have access to that vaccine in four to five months and then how many people are going to be you know to the point where like oh yeah i'll sit next to somebody i don't know and let them cough all over me and because there's now paranoia besides covid what other germs and bacteria and viruses do we all have you know and stuff right yeah but like regal cinema and stuff i'm shocked that they haven't been like oh yeah we're we're going in the drive-in movie theater business we're getting everything back that's actually a really good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I didn't think of that, but yeah, that. I mean, you would think that would be 
it, especially for people wanting to just get the heck out, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and see a movie and all that. And then, you know, once again, you, you want to like, there's something where you can like, you can take the kids. I, I, people would be much more prone to take their kids to a drive-in than they would, you know, theater. it just gives <coughs> another option. I, th- I think they would make a, a good deal on something like that. Oh yeah. I mean, without a doubt, like um, the um, driving movie theater by my wife's, um where she used to live in in ohio and stuff they're like they're ready to go they're like this is their their prime season and stuff in the summertime so they're what is it the the first movie's tenant with the christopher nolan movie they're yeah. hyping it up like when in july when that thing comes out yeah. they're showing it and people are already like saying you know in that town like they're gonna go because that'll be the first <laughs> new movie and stuff to to see in a while and stuff so yeah it, it is crazy the that they haven't thought of that yet or maybe they may have but i don't know it's just if i had the money that's where i'd be investing in right now i'd be building yeah. a drive-in movie theater near every you know major city that, that's you know got the available lot and say here we go and you know that you're gonna make money absolutely right. that'd be smart choice yeah um but yeah so let's say um tenant does open i think it's july i think july 11th or july 12th or something like that. um if the movie theaters are open are you going to go see it uh i, I don't think so um so i i love christopher nolan movies in general Mm-hmm. Um, and I do want to see it, but it's, it's also not a movie that like, like really is like, I have to see this movie. You know what I mean? Right. I that may, may. And so it's one that I, you know, like if I have to wait, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Um, it's not one that I think I would, I would rush to um anyways but yeah i don't know i'm probably okay what movie because i don't know what movie would get you out of your house to go to a movie theater right now like hypothetical new star wars movie or whatever like or new if they said snyder cut justice league was out in movie theater <laughs> would that get you out of the house and go to the movie oh, theater? oh man oh man. yeah i get the either for the snyder cut right <laughs> that would um, pull everybody out of the house is it and everybody would be there for, you know, nine hours. Or, no, it's like, but it is like, it's like four or five hours or something stupid, isn't it? Uh, they're talking about trying to stretch it to eight hours, man. They want to do like a, uh, they want to make it a series, not a, not an actual movie. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, then I, you know, if you're coming it, back it, and doing some shooting and stuff, I mean, it's crazy. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, when you have nothing better else to do, so. Yeah, right. They're like, I need to do something. Um, no, you know, I I think if it was something on the caliber of like, you know, like, like if it was like, you know, you know, um, Star Wars or, you know, um, yeah, I think if it was something along those lines, I, I, I would definitely consider it, but, um, there's not a lot of, of, like I said, I think movies where like I, I don't know, because like I said, I just I don't know what any of it looks like yet. Um, yeah. You know, or what 
yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, it, All right, like, what if like what I if Avengers where, Endgame hasn't come out yet? What if Endgame yeah, hasn't come out yet? Now, see, that's one where, like, probably I would, I would, I would go out and check Dude, it out. <laughs> you would be telling your wife that COVID nineteen was a hoax, and you're going to go see this movie. <laughs> that would be I, the would, that would get everybody to be like, "Dude, COVID nineteen, it's not that bad." It's Arena, it's yeah. not that bad. I'll be okay. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. E- either that, or there'd be like a surge in uh, like hazmat suits going for sale. All right. Without a doubt, everybody um, dressed up in an Iron Man suit you know, <laughs> to go see that movie. Yes, but like, yeah. So I think if it was like that sort of caliber, like you said, like an in-game or you know, Rise of Skywalker or something along, um, uh, something along those lines, then yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think you know. What well, I I think some people want to go because like one, like it looks like a good movie, and two, people just like want to get out. Um, but like I said, I, I don't think for me, I'm, you know, probably won't. What if it was the, your... what if it was the Robert Pattinson Batman movie? Okay. So here's, I, I am intrigued by what I've heard from that. So I think, um, I, I think I need more information or more. You, you know, need a trailer. Like, you need a movie trailer yeah, to get, yeah, get you I, out of the I house. Need a trailer to really gauge that while I'm I'm interested in it for sure. Um, and I think it has some good potential. Um, yeah, I, I need like a trailer or something to really kind of make um, that that jump. But, you know, I think what, what interests me about that, though, is what you and I have talked about for you know, so long as that, you know, a film's only as good as its villain. And right. obviously mm-hmm. there are multiple villains. And I think if they do it right, um, I think if they do it right, I think it could be really, really good. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I'm probably going to go see Tenet the opening weekend. I don't know if I'm going to go see like opening night or whatever, but yeah. uh, I mean, I'll, I'll have my, if, if it's master required and stuff, I'll have my mask on and, you know, yeah. I'll just, I'll make sure I go to the bathroom before I walk into the movie theater and, you know, all that fun stuff. And I'll sit in my seat that's been hopefully sanitized and I won't yeah. move and I'll watch it. Because um, I remember, what was it, the Rise of Skywalker IMAX um, version had like it was the first 10 minutes of the movie, I think, or whatever. It was like a prologue to it. And that was, uh, of course, Christopher Nolan-esque. Where it was just insane. Just like it was inception meets you know the action of the dark knight type deal and so it, i think it's gonna be one of those like crazy movies i don't think it's gonna be like oh my gosh blockbuster best movie of all time but it's just gonna yeah, right. yeah. it's gonna have that you know i haven't seen a movie a new movie and besides trolls world tour and gotten forever so <laughs> i'm gonna think it's like the next gone with the wind or you know some you know well, apocalypse now type deal Right, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I think, you know, Nolan movies, like, I, I'm just a huge fan of his, you know, Prestige, and I always enjoyed that, and obviously... In oh, Prestige, yeah, Prestige and, is great, you yep. know, mm-hmm. Um, And I, I just, so yeah, it's definitely worth, the, like, Blockbuster, no, but I love how his movies make you think, and, and I, I just love how they, they use, he uses very little, or... He uses minimal like CGI, right? Oh yeah. So obviously he's no he's known 
you know, I, with uh, obviously in the Dark Knight for flip, when he flipped the truck, and then in uh, like the the whole plane, um, in um, the Dark Knight Rises, but then even in in uh, um, even in Tenet, he's you know wrecking an actual like uh, Boeing seven forty seven. You know what I mean? So yep. like where like most other people just would have gone with CGI, you know. Nolan is always like, no, we're going big. We're just going to wreck the thing. <laughs> like, oh hell yeah, that's why I love. Uh, yeah, so I I think it's going to be awesome. Like the you know actors, actor, like just everything looks you know as usual. Listen, good, I wouldn't be surprised if Nolan like walked into the set and be like, okay guys, uh, in today's uh, fight scene, we're going to use real guns and ammunition, and we're going to use <laughs> real grenades. I I, I want the authenticity. Yes, I want authenticity. <laughs> I want real life. And you see the actors like, what the hell is going on here? And type deal. But it wouldn't shock me. It would not with oh, his man. mind and everything how he works and stuff. It would be hilarious. Yes, there will be live rounds on the set today. Yeah. We're not going to tell you which gun has them, you know, so <laughs> you have to be on alert at all times and stuff. Oh, and we need you to actually catch the bullet with the yes. gun. Like, yeah, I know you exactly. <laughs> We can't oh, slow it man. down, so you got to make sure it's it's you know perfect timing and everything. So, uh, how do you think from from what you've seen? I mean, you know, obviously trailer wise, um, with Tenet, um. How do you think it will rank in his? Uh, so let's obviously like let's kind of take the Dark Knight trilogy yeah, out of it. That out of it yeah. I think that, that that like kind of sits on its own. But you know, if you're looking at you know like uh, so uh, like Prestige, know, Inception, Inception Prestige, Memento, Dunkirk, Memento, yeah. Oh man, um, see, I like Dunkirk a lot. I, I know it's not the his most popular. I'm just, I just like war movies in general. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's different. So it combines a lot of the elements of. So you know, it has the 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 kind of the the mind and like it's it's Inception esque where it's gonna play games with you on the scene you know like what you know what layer of the mind are you at right now it, it, with this one it seems like it's with time how time can move forward and backwards yeah. type thing. so yeah um, instead of like alternate realities like inception was it this one is like there's some sort of mind game of, of time that they can you know someone can manipulate time so like they're you you're ahead of the where you're supposed to be at or you've seen it already and done so i think it's going to be right there with like inception um so uh in in memento because memento plays backwards so that i would say those two have prestige is a great story in in general um with just a great plot twist at the very end um and then Interstellar, to me, Interstellar wasn't like it wasn't earth shattering. Like, oh my gosh, that's right. how he did it. It was kind of like, oh, I see how he got to that point. It's still, I, I've watched Interstellar now like five times, and I like it's too too advanced for me. I'm just not a science guy, and so when I see it, yeah, I kind of right. I understand the basics of it. But when they start getting into the actual like correct terminology of like how they bend time and you know, Matthew McConaughey talking and like, all right, all right, all right, we're going to go in here <laughs> and turn the time back and stuff. And I'm going to send a message to my 
young daughter 20 years ago, but it's really 120 years from now and stuff. But um, no, this one's got, it's like a combination of the things he's done right in all his movies, I think, because it's got the action from what he did, the dark Knight, where it's all practical, isn't it? You know, it's, um, Mm -hmm. uh, it's got the, the part of inception where it's like that layers of, you know, we're going deeper into the, you know, to the mind where this is like, you know, we're, we're messing with the time and reality of time type deal. Um, so I think you're going to see think, like, for Nolan fans, I think they're going to enjoy it uh, for a normal person. Who knows? Well, and I think they're going to um, really kind of focus a little bit more on like, like you said, like not only the manipulation of time, but how drastically like small changes can drastically affect something right like mm-hmm. um yeah as dumb as it sounds but like if you think back to like back to the future like why weren't why wasn't marty or any of them ever supposed to see their like future past counterpart because it looked like drastically change everything like you know everything moving forward right um, and so i think you're gonna see a lot of that but especially like very intentional like minute details with it as well that i think he'll probably explore and it's also gonna be interesting um i know it, it, not the main actor but like robert pattinson's in it so in in action so it's gonna kind of give people that aren't used to robert pattinson the actor they're just used to him from being from like twilight to see him in this type right. of role to kind of prepare him for batman like to open yeah. it up you know mm-hmm. Because kind of like Michael Keaton didn't have that role, you know, like Michael Keaton went from being a a comedic type actor straight into mm-hmm. Batman. There wasn't a, right. a um, you know, um, Christian Bale, very serious actor, you know, type mm-hmm. deal that, you know, serious roles and um, <clears throat> very committed to the people he played, but nothing like of a action, you know, type. So this, I think, is going to give Robert Pattinson some not credibility, but just like a, an opportunity for fans of batman that maybe not, don't know robert pattinson from anything else but twilight you know as a oh yeah emo vampire than anything else so <laughs> right yeah I, i'm definitely um i'm definitely you know excited for it though i just probably won't be out there for a little bit but at the same time like yeah it's definitely something definitely something i want to see yeah um kind of just uh let's see wrap things up here we're you know close to an hour uh anything that you've watched in this past week that's caught your attention or or shattering uh, um i i finally like i told you last um i think last time we talked um that i was uh binging the dark side of the ring oh yeah um, yeah episodes, and i'm and i'm done with both seasons um it's so interesting so like i just finished that like i said there's two seasons i think a total of maybe like 16 episodes um so yeah i haven't been watching uh much else aside from that just obviously you know trying to get through the end of the school year here but um yeah like i said i just would highly recommend it again like i felt like there there are only two episodes where i thought like well this is interesting but like it still had like the wow factor to it but i felt like for most of them each one you're just like i don't know like you you thought like oh there's no way this other one could like top this one and then it's another thing and you're like wow like it's just a very crazy in-depth look into that 
world, which is just very different from anything else. So, oh, like I said, I would, I would highly, highly recommend it um, for anybody that is, you know, not only for like wrestling fans, but especially you know, with the, a lot of them are, a lot of the individuals I had like maybe heard of, but never remembered watching because it was just like either before our time or like you know up to like the mid 80s or something like that right um and but um like i said just very and very well done like documentary style as well um but yeah so i would i would definitely recommend checking those out but that's um that'll be on to who knows who knows what next (laughs) yeah so um i watched the the chris benoit one and it was like it tied in with eddie guerrero like uh, that one that was I, I knew the story behind Benoit and stuff, but like to hear from like you know guys like Jericho and um, some of the other wrestlers that were really close and stuff. It, it was uh, it was tough. I mean, you know, it, yeah. I didn't realize like how bitter he was towards the WCW because I remember, oh, you know, yeah. um, I remember you know why because I was a bigger like at that time a big WCW fan because number one I was I lived in Georgia. You know, in um, in north of Atlanta, where a lot of the wrestlers live, like you know, a couple of the wrestlers' kids I went to school with and stuff. Um, and so, like, of course, like we all, you know, became bigger fans of WCW that way. But you know, like I remember Benoit and um, Dean Malenko and uh, like their their recreation of the Four Horsemen and you know doing that with Arn Anderson and Ric Flair and. Um, and Eddie Guerrero, uh, you know, being on WCW, but I didn't realize like how bitter he was that like he didn't get that that world championship shot until he went to the WWE, you know, and, and got it there. Because yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, WCW was all about the the bigger you are, the more TV time you got. So like they were always like Jericho. I remember on WCW was never a, a big name, uh, you know. Um, he was always in the mid, like in the, because what was it? What was it called on the Monday? Uh, Nitro. Monday yeah, Nitro. Monday Nitro. Yeah, it was three hours long, and Jericho and Benoit would always be in the second hour slot, you know, to do their 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 stick and stuff. Um, well, and then, yeah. That, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You can go. Yeah, I was saying, like, I remember when the Radicals came over, and it was Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, Dean Malenko, mm-hmm. and Perry Saturn. Perry Saturn, um, like yep. Perry Saturn, remember him? And I didn't really remember why. Like, I mean, I didn't know it. I didn't know it was that big of a deal. I just thought it was kind of like you know your your brand switch that you see some would have seen at that time. Um, but yeah, it was because like they like only the like big guys were were the ones getting the shots. You know, the Kevin Nash, the Hollywood Hogan, just all of that. Like and like I mean like literal like tall guys. You know what I mean? Um. Because, uh, I mean, you know, um, Chris Benoit was, I mean, he wasn't short, but he wasn't like tall, tall or anything, but he was also enormous. But yeah, just to see a lot of that and this like, yeah, it was, it it was just very interesting to hear, you know, like some of the details and then um, obviously other people like JR and and like you said, like Jericho kind of um, from talking about it and everything. And just like how little they knew at the time as well, because I like, you know, I remember they did that tribute and then, you know, it was weird because I remember as a fan, they did the tribute and then like 
I remember all the news stories coming out, and I was like, wow, this is all so weird. But then, you know, come to find out that, like, they did the tribute because they didn't even have all the information yet. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Then they had to, like, kind of pull back. So, I don't know, just finding out, like, a lot of the details and everything about, like, what kind of was going on and everything behind this. I think that's the interesting part for me is, like, all the behind-the-scenes stuff that, like, you don't really think about. So, um, yeah, you know, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's really interesting. And it's horrific, like, you know, how it all ended out for Benoit. Um, and it's it's a shame, too, you know, in his situation that, like, Vince McMahon has said that, like, he'll never be in the in the Hall of Fame and stuff right. and anything. And it's, it's weird. It's one of those things, like, now that, like, C, the, the diagnosis of CTE and, you know, and everything that medicine is, has advanced since that event has occurred, like, you realize, like, this guy was really messed up in the head like you know and stuff well, they so said, yeah they said he had so like i think he was 40 or 41 right when all that happened but um i want to say that he like they they had ended up saying that he had the brain of like an 80 something year old oh yeah and oh, then yeah. and then that combined with um obviously like the roids that he was on because he was they said he was on like roids that were like five times the amount or something crazy Mm -hmm. like that and then like it was just like this mixture of recipe and then that coupled with like and like the loss of eddie guerrero not in no way shape or form am i like condoning or justifying what he did you know but it's just like it was just i don't know getting all the details um about it was just kind of you know interesting especially like since I remembered all of that happening to like hear about it, you know, years later and to kind of get all the, all the pieces of it was, you know, interesting to kind of watch and listen to. Yeah. It's, it's a very, very sad story. Um, and yeah, yeah when I watched that, it, it was eye opening um, to, you know, the, the guys that I remember watching in, in the nineties and like, you know, idolizing, you know, during that time of, you know, when, wrestling was at its peak and stuff and it's like oh man i didn't realize how bad these guys were really you know i knew like rick flair you know from stories that like my dad was telling me and stuff how he was a drunk and you know for the most part and mm-hmm. stuff and you know it was you know part of his persona and everything but like you saw like benoit like he was a nine to five type guy came in worked his ass off you know did everything for the company and stuff and you know because you knew like guys like luger Lex Luger, you know, we're on steroids. You know, you know, yeah. uh, Kurt Henning and stuff like that. We're on steroids. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, Benoit, like I saw him. He was short, stocky. You know, he was ripped. But Jesus, I didn't think he was that like in that deep and stuff. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was very eye opening. And and then once again, you kind of like see like why? Well, I mean, you know, he once again not not condoning you know him taking steroids or anything, but like. You know, he was trying to make his way up in WCW and never got that chance because he wasn't like a tall, big guy. And then you started to see that, too, which was sad to me. Like, you know, when they were talking about Eddie Guerrero, like Eddie Guerrero, for the longest time, they, you know, they said like he was very like religious and, and, you know, Mm -hmm. behind the scenes would be like the one trying to like help a lot of the other wrestlers. But then because of an injury, he got like so addicted to, you know, like he he had he like started self-medicating. Right. Which led to all of these other things. And then, you know, once he finally kind of cleaned himself up, you know, uh, his, his, you know, heart just couldn't take anymore. Body gave and out. Yep. Yeah. And his body gave. Yeah. And it was just like, 
I don't know. So just seeing this other side, because, you know, when it's, you know, the WWE, like they don't have the, you know, they don't have the, like, I mean, they have insurance, but you know what I mean? Like there's not like medical through WWE or anything right. like that. And so you, know, you get these guys that just like, I don't know, are, because, you know, obviously they're the, the type of abuse that they, they put their bodies through, um, you know, each week. Yeah. Um, so I haven't so I haven't really watched anything earth shattering like streaming wise um, uh, on television or anything like that. Uh, the one thing I've been kind of picking up more on is like conspiracy theories, but not like UFO conspiracy theories. It's more like the Star Wars or like the mm. Marvel Avengers. Here's the greatest conspiracy theory like YouTube video I found. The, the theory is, is that Thanos killed Captain America in Infinity War. Um, in this, the very end scene where, like, when Thanos is getting all the stones together, you see Steve Rogers try to hold, like, fight back Thanos. And, like, he's, you know, holding on to his gl- the, the, the gauntlet and, like, straining, you know, straining himself really bad uh, to try to hold on. And then Thanos takes his right hand just clobbers him across the face just straight out for the count you see him go down to the ground that's where some people believe that captain america died right there because shortly after thanos takes the time stone and reverses time back before because vision and wanda had um had already destroyed vision's uh stone Mm. and and bring it back and so that brings captain america back to life and stuff so huh little go when it's something to look forward to if you want to pull back infinity war and watch that again that little end scene or that fight scene where you see you know rogers going up against thanos he gets hit across the face really hard and goes down and does not get up like he's out for the count and then the time stone thanos takes a time stone and reverses it back so you can take the vision stone and add it to the gauntlet Oh, that's really interesting. Yes, huh. big time. Yeah, I've I've been watching so many of these damn the- like conspiracy theories. I, I just realize I just realized like Ben Solo's uh, scar across his face disappears when Ray uh, heals him in Rise of Skywalker, and so that's to oh, signify okay. that that was Ben Solo then, no more longer uh, Kylo Ren. Oh my gosh, yeah. Conspiracy theories galore. It's been great. That's interesting though. I I yeah, I find stuff like that so interesting because I feel like it's picking up on like a lot of details that you know I clearly missed on my first or maybe second um, viewing of it. Right. And to me, it's like I don't even care if it's right, like or wrong, or whatever. it's just cool to right. think. Like it gives me something to go back and watch. Be like, oh shit, let me see that again. And then it's like, oh, now it gets me. It it's just an excuse for me to watch the movie again instead of just sitting there watching it with the same old same old. It's like, all right, now I gotta look for these little things here. Oh, I like that. I'll do that too. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. That's that's about time for us to uh, wrap it up and everything. So, good discussion. Um, I think we're we're at the this time and stuff. And so we'll we'll do this again next week. Sounds good to be, man. Yeah. And then we're almost at Fourth of July. Let's see uh, what fireworks will be going on in the world then. <laughs> <laughs>